0: You are listening to Message Rewind from Discovery Church. Before I say anything further, I also want to thank uh, Pastor John and Pastor Vanessa. She's actually with the kids right now, but um, yeah, since I was 19, which means you could do the math on your own. It's been 12 years since I've been under them. So I just want to thank you, Pastor John, for even giving me the opportunity to to be up here. It is really a privilege, and I don't take it lightly. Um, Thank you for thinking that anything I have to say is worth being on a stage for. (laughs) So I just wanted to thank you for that before I do anything else. um, So I wanted to remind everyone, I kind of talked about this in our rally. I told everyone, you guys are like my family. Anytime I get nervous, I'm like, they're not going to boo me or anything. You know, they're just going to like uh, I hear you. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, everyone supports me here, and everyone loves me here. We all love each other. Disco family is the best family. Um, so I want to encourage you. Pastor John says this all the time, but we're our, we are a loud church, right? We talk back. We encourage each other. So when I'm up, think of a, think of a conversation you're having with someone. Is it awkward when you're talking and they're just staring at you? very awkward <laughs> so please please feel free to agree with me if you do make it known so that i i know i'm kind of going on the right in the right track so um, we are loud church please talk back so we are in a series um, where we're kind of going through our core values of here at discovery we're talking about each and every one and we are all we're kind of tr- seeing how each of those core values are implemented here at discovery but then also outside of these four walls right, in the community because they're all applicable. Um, So today, my core value that I'm talking about is honor. Um, Our website says, uh, the cross gives every human being immeasurable worth. We will treat people with the honor the cross displays and demands they deserve. Um, so we're, I'm going to go into scripture immediately. <laughs> uh, Romans 12, 10 through 11. I think Josh has it. for Thank you, Josh. Uh, Love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lack diligence and zeal. Be fervent in the spirit. Serve the Lord. So some background about Romans. And Romans is a very, like, complicated book. Those, Pastor John probably is like, oh, my gosh, she's going to talk about Romans? Really? Like, it's very complicated. (laughs) But background information, just a little bit, is it was a letter written by Paul, um, uh, Apostle Paul, and it was towards both the Jewish and Gentile Christians that were living in Rome at the time. And what, it's a long story, but there was a lot of tension, cultural tension and clashing between the two. So basically, Paul wrote this letter to be like, hey, we're all one. We're all in the same kingdom. We're all representatives of, 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 uh, of God and, and Jesus. We all need to kind of get along. We need to not be so, so uh, clashing towards each other. And so that was, mo- I mean, Romans is a huge book. There's a lot more that goes on. But um, for the point I'm trying to make today, <laughs> um, it was that he was just writing towards the, the, both the Jewish and Gentile Christians of getting along because we're all righteous. We're all in the, in the same family. So um, going back, so when I was reading the background story of Romans, I think the, the two words that, that sprung out, out at me the most was clashing and tension. And it made me think of when in my, early, my teenage years and in my early 20s. So, and, and just how my relationship with my mom was. Now, I'm going to really expose this, Ma, so I'm sorry. She's sitting right here. <laughs> I'm going to really give some dirty laundry, but no, I'm not. It's, it's, I think everyone's gone through this. But um, so, growing up, my mom has a way of doing things. I think every mom does. And when they have a daughter do it this way this is the best way to do things blah 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 I am not the daughter to be like sure yeah mom I'll do it that way it's fine I could do it that way yes you got it I'm not I'm not her I, she's not me I don't do that <laughs> And believe it or not I got that attitude from her too but anyway that's a different story But um uh, so I just was like, no, mom, there's an easier way. There's, there's an easier way to do this. In reality, I'm just lazy. So I'm not trying to do things the way you're doing things. I'm trying to find the easier way. My way is never, was never correct. My name, my, like, Now thinking back on it, like Janice, that's not how you clean a dish. Janice, that's not how you make a bed. Like that's not how you dress. Like that's not all. Now as an adult, I, I realize that, but at the time, my mom didn't know anything. Like, what? (laughs) You don't know. And so, so, but I, thinking about the back, thinking back about those times, I feel like I always forfeited. I was like, all right, fine. I'll just do it that way. Because either A, I was tired of, like, arguing, or B, I didn't want to get into more trouble than I was already in for not listening to her in the first place. So I was like, all right, fine, whatever. I'll just do it. And, you know, thinking back about that, like, I don't think it was necessarily me trying not to be in trouble. It, I was I was kind of surrendering to her and what she wanted because I loved her. And because I and I do love her. I mean she's right here. I I love her. I love her. And and so that was my way of also honoring her, right? So my honoring her was driven by the love that I had for her. So, you know, and, and you know, honestly, it still happens sometimes. It's so funny because she I think she, she knows my pattern where I'm going to say, no, nah, ma, it needs to be like this. But then slowly I'll be like, all right, yeah, you were right. I'm going to just do it. So <laughs> she doesn't even fight anymore. She's like, yeah, well, you're going to get to it. You're going to figure it out. But what I was saying. So anyway, all is to say is my, my big point today. If, I, if you don't hear anything else I say today, if you don't remember, if you literally zone out after this one phrase, that's fine. Um, My big point today is honor is driven by love. Honor is the byproduct of love. You have to love first to honor well. We don't honor people because we agree with them also. That's also a thing. You don't have to agree with with people to honor them. You don't have to agree with people to love them. And you also don't have to understand them all the time. (laughs) You know, there's some people we come across, we're like, why are you? saying that why are you like why are you doing that I just don't get it I don't understand you but that doesn't negate the fact that I need to love you and honor you and show that towards you we honor because we are called to love those that were created in God's image that's the big that's also the big picture like you don't you don't have to understand their lifestyle what they say what they believe what they look like what anything but because they're created in God's image that's all that's that's it that's the only qualification that matters is that they were created in god's image now you might ask okay cool well i mean i know that people get awards and honor is kind of like an award like you have to earn it right like you have to do something amazing and those typically are the people that get honored like oscars go to great actors sometimes (laughs) and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, Olympians get medals, and singers get Grammys. Honor roll. Your kids get honor roll because they did their assignments consecutively well. So they got an honor roll. They have good grades. You have to deserve it, right? Well, I got an answer for that too. So the concept of, and I'm trying to be funny, so please laugh at this. I don't know if it's going to land very well. <laughs> so I'm just going to say So, the concept of participation trophies. Do we know what those are? (laughs) I have to disclaim, this is the only time that I will defend participation trophies. Okay? Just disclaimer. And I understand the logic behind it. Like, it's good for the kid's self-esteem. You know, just to, at least that's what I've heard. It's good for self-esteem. But anyway, (laughs) participation trophies basically are, if you can imagine a little kid, all he does gets up in the morning, takes a shower, puts his mom puts on his uniform. He has his shield on. He has his you know cleats on, ready to to take over the world. He shows up to the field, and he just sits and watches. But at the end of that game, that kid's getting a trophy because because why because of attendance. He showed up, and so that gives you a that gives you a trophy. Now again just again I don't. I typically don't like that. (laughs) Like, the kid doesn't even kick the ball, doesn't pick up a bat, doesn't do anything. But, man, you're going to walk out with a trophy. So, again, I was trying to be funny with that. But I think the same concept in the context of discovery as a church, we're kind of the same. Really, all you got to do is walk through those doors. And you are worthy of love. You're worthy of honor. You're worthy of just having, just love being showered on you. Because why? Because you were creating God's image. You are his daughter. You are his son. That's all, that's all that it takes. And, and luckily, we are a community already, I feel. In the, in the seven years I've been a part of this community, that we already do that. I think we're really good at it. We're really good at showering people with love and having them be seen and knowing that they're seen, remembering who they are, remembering their face, and acknowledging them for who they are. And I just want to encourage you guys in this portion that let's keep doing that. It's making a difference. It's changing lives when we do that, when we honor those that we see for the first time just because they're there, you know? So participation trophies, it's a good thing right now. (laughs) Um, Okay, and now you're probably like, cool, Janice. Yeah, I can, I can honor people. That sounds good. I can love on them. I think that's totally something that can happen. But, like, how do I do that? You know, what does that even look like? Well, I have an answer for that, too. There's a couple of ways you can do that. There's a lot of ways, actually, that you can show love to people. Um, I was not going to mention this, but it's coming to my brain. Um, the five lo- love languages. Have you guys heard of those? Yeah. So there's five ways that you can you know, that people talk about, that people feel loved the most, um, that what comes to mind are touch, um, and not weird, like hugs and stuff. Like, that's that's what makes me really feel loved. Quality time, words of affirmation, uh, giving service, giving gifts. Those are some of the things that typically people feel love when that's given to them. Um, So... But the, the three, I wanted to talk about three specifically today, not necessarily in the, well, yeah, they are in the, in the love languages, five. But um, I wanted to really focus on the, the instances that Jesus shows us where he was honored or when he did honor. So the three things that I wanted to talk about that Jesus did in his life or was done to him is, number one, he's, he was shown honor with words. So you can show honor to people. With words. So I'm going to just talk about briefly this instance in the Bible. I think there's one verse attached to this, but we can go to that later. But um, when Jesus was baptized, so if you guys don't know, uh, Jesus was baptized by this uh, man named John, and he was the baptizer of the time. His name was John the Baptist, literally. So he, he was the baptizer, and so Jesus goes up to him, and he's like, hey, can you baptize me? And John was like, um, you baptize me? You're Jesus. And then, John, and then Jesus was like, no, it needs to be, I need to do it this way. Like, this is how it's supposed to happen, so please baptize me. And so John, obviously, listening to Jesus, like, sure, yeah, I'll baptize you. And so John dunks Jesus into the, into the river, pulls him back up, and all of a sudden there's a voice from heaven that comes down. And that voice of heaven is in, Ma- is in Mat- Matthew 3.17. This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased uh, sorry, sorry, Josh, I have the wrong uh, version on my thing here. But that, yeah, that's what it says. <laughs> um, with whom I'm well pleased. The Father in heaven used words to affirm his son of what he just did. To respect his son, to, to tell his son, hey, I'm so happy with you. I notice what you've done. I see what you've done. I, I acknowledge you and I see you. And I'm so happy, you are my beloved. I love you. It's just words, but words are so powerful. Words can be remembered. Where people can forget what you've done for them sometimes. People can forget what you've given to them. But words, sometimes when you say certain things to people, that it stays with you. And you can either give life or you can either give death. And 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 You know, giving life, giving death, that just either means being positive, giving positive words, or giving negative words. And so words are very powerful. We can really make someone's day by just telling them, hey, I saw you do that. That was great. Good job. That's all it takes. And it's powerful to most people. The second thing that I wrote down is that I saw Jesus um, do was he showed honor with actions? Now this is in John thirteen. We don't have to put up the um, the verse yet, but um, this this time was it was before Passover, and Jesus knew that he was about to be crucified. So this was he knew like I'm 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 gonna be gonna be done soon from from this earth and gonna go up to my father, and so um, he at the end of verse. John 13, at the end of the verse, of, in John 13, 1, it says, he, meaning Jesus, had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. And for those of you that don't know, what he does in this chapter is he washes his disciples' feet. And culturally, that means, or culturally, only servants wash the feet of their masters. And it was, you know, it was just a you know, and this is Jesus, you know, so obviously the disciples were like, you want to you do what? You want to wash what? Like, are you kidding me? And Jesus, you know, he, I mean, Jesus always had a point. So obviously he had a point for this. And so if we skip ahead to John 13, 12, 15, 12 through 15. So after Jesus washes his feet and, and gets up, um, it says, he says, do you understand what I was doing? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, savage. Jesus, Jesus was like, he lets people know, I'm, I am God, I am your Lord, because that's what I am. And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. And so what he was basically saying was, I am God, I am your Lord, and I am serving you and loving you and, and honoring you. Who are you? Need to do this to other people. What makes you think you can't do this for anybody else? I'm honoring you. You honor others. I love you. You love others. What's amazing about Jesus is He doesn't ask us to do anything He hasn't already done Himself. And this is an example of that. He He basically said, "I can, if I can do this, you have no space." To, to not do this for anybody else. Let's be a community that does that, that we don't walk around with a checklist of who deserves honor and love and who doesn't. You know, let's be a community that is really just, you see the person he's created in God's image, I will serve you. I will honor you. I will, I will consider you higher than myself and consider you before myself. So Jesus, Jesus showed that. Jesus honored his disciples and was driven by his love for them. And the third thing is show honor by listening. Now that is, uh, I don't have the scripture for this because it's a long chapter, but I'll try to explain it in my Janus version. <laughs> Hope that's okay. <laughs> um, so in this chapter, uh, Jesus was traveling to Jerusalem and he was invited to um, this woman's home. Her name is Martha. And Martha lived in her house with her sister, Mary. Now, before I continue, it's not Mary who gave birth to Jesus. whole different Mary. So just to make that clear, if you didn't know. So Martha and Mary. <clears throat> and when he got there, Martha was, like, going crazy in the kitchen, just cleaning, doing whatever, heck of busy. And I don't know. We're like this at my house. But, like, we know somebody's coming you know, on Friday. We're cleaning on Monday, you know, getting ready. Like, nobody lives here. This is like this all the time. What are you talking about? And I know Pastor John's like that, too, so. (laughs) Um, But, so, that's, but what gets me about this one, this is a side note, is, like, Jesus is already there, Martha. Like, why are you still cleaning? Why are you still being so crazy? But anyway, that's not important. So, Martha's cleaning and, and being busy, and, And then also rats on Mary and is like, Jesus, can you see her? She's just sitting there because that's what Mary was doing. Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus, just listening to him. We don't know what Jesus was saying. We don't know what the conversation was. But he was just, she was just sitting there listening. And so Martha was like, she's not doing anything. Look at her. She's just looking at you and listening. And so Jesus says, she's doing exactly what I created her to do. She's doing exactly what she needs to do. She's listening to me. And so that got me thinking of, you know, how often do we not listen to people? Just simply, just not listen. Or when they're speaking, I, sometimes I do this. When they're speaking, I'm already, and if I, especially if I don't agree with them, I'm already thinking about, okay, how do I tell you I don't agree with you? How do I tell you my opinion? <laughs> and I'm not truly listening to what they're saying. And I think that that, that is a way of showing honor, is just simply listening to someone you don't have to agree with them, you don't have to completely even understand them, but the fact that they're speaking is worth listening to. Why? Because they're there. They're they're God's sons and daughters. It all goes back to we are all God's sons and daughters. Whatever we do, whatever we say has value. Sometimes it doesn't matter what it is, but we are, as 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 um as people ha- need to also acknowledge that and listen to people and just really see, oh, what is in your heart? What are you sharing with me? Why is this important to you? And so I think that those really are the three things that really, um, at least to me, like pop out when it comes to honor, is with your words, by listening, and with your actions. And the keys come up too. Oh, yeah, here's right there. The keys come up, can come up now. But... Um, so I'm going to close now. I don't know if I'm, you know, uh, on time or early. I can't tell. I'm just, like, hyper-focused. <laughs> um, but thank you, guys. You guys are amazing. You guys make me feel so comfortable. So thank you. Um, so a few things I wanted to say before um, I close. And it's funny because I tried to memorize these. Like, you know, like when you're memorizing lines, like, okay, close your eyes and think about, okay, okay say it like this and this and and I couldn't do it so I was like I'm just gonna read they're gonna be fine with that (laughs) so the few thoughts I have is (laughs) the reality is that Jesus thought all of us here all of us sitting here and those outside this building were valuable enough to give up his life for so who are we to not honor them if God found if Jesus found that you know what I'm going to die on this cross with your name in my mind that person's name is valuable that person is valuable who are we to not acknowledge that when our God in heaven he, he brought down his son and the son died with you in his brain he's like you know what I'm dying up here because of her I'm dying up here because of him because he needs me she needs me and so we need to honor that we need to honor that person we need to honor each other My second point is living with honor and showing honor reminds us of who we are and who God is and how much he loves those around us. Basically, again, when we honor somebody else, it really brings to light the goodness in other people because God put gold in all of us. God put value in all of us. And when we can see it, when we try to see it in someone, we are more aware of who they are and who we are Because we're more alike than different. We're very, very similar to each other as people. And so when we can see gold in somebody else, that gold shows out in us too. If we live with a a perspective of honor and wanting to, to see the good in everybody. When we choose to show honor that's driven by love, we become aware of the value that God places on each and every life including your own and i wanted to say your own because i think it goes in, into us interpersonally as well we can take that in, inside of you know what i have value i honor i love you and i love everybody here but i am also loved i have purpose i have intention i wasn't just sent down here just because the fact that i'm alive right now in 2021 is intentional it was on purpose and so when we honor everybody else, when we honor other people, we're able to see that, hey, I, I have something in me too. And so I just wanted to encourage you with that today, that honor is bigger than just giving an award or, or saying you deserve this. It's, it's loving people, essentially. Honor is essentially just loving. Thank you for listening to Message Rewind. Come back every Monday night at 5 p.m. to hear the latest message from Discovery Church.